Hey friends, Mike Myers here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 62, Playlists are a songwriter's best friend. Okay, what do I mean by that? I have a playlist that I cycle through consistently and refresh maybe about every two or three weeks. And this takes time. It takes energy and focus to do this. So why do I do it? <laughs> you know, it takes me back to when I was teaching guitar de- you know, like a decade ago. You know, students would come in and, you know, it, it would be totally common for me to hear like, hey, uh, I want to learn the song that's on 1989 by Taylor Swift. That was super common for me to hear in this little 10 by 10 room with some tattered carpet. And so I just started listening to anything and everything under the sun. Did it matter if I liked it? Nope. It just mattered if I could help the student learn it. As a teacher, it's my job to encourage and not judge. And this was also at a pivotal time in my life where I realized there was someone I didn't want to be like. I didn't want to be the person that says, oh, this sucks. This is awful. I didn't want to be bitter and angry and protective of the genre that I loved and adored and feel threatened by newer things and new songs. You know, when I was a student, I was excited about things and I wanted to carry that excitement. And when a student of mine was excited, I wanted to try to find the gold in that song. Even if I didn't want to listen to these particular artists or bands all the time, I wanted to be open and learn. The time I spent listening to playlists and learning songs outside of the lessons, literally to this day, worked to my benefit. Even though I no longer teach at the school, I listen and build playlists all the time because it keeps me going on top of my game and it keeps my creative well filled with ideas. The music you find might not be your cup of tea, but I would challenge you to have an open mind. Let me put it this way. When you have an open mind, you grow. Those who grow do. And you gotta do in this industry. You can't just wish for it. When you grow, you can't help but implement what you've learned. As a songwriter, co-writer, producer, composer, making and refreshing playlists are a baseline task of what I do. And one of the first things I instruct anyone else that's looking to improve, especially if they want to get into licensing, I say, make a playlist. So let's stay with that. If I was writing for sync, when I do, I get briefs. And, you know, they always include a song reference or multiple song references. And if I don't respond to that brief with the accuracy of those references, I'm going to make a bad impression. Or let's go with this scenario. Let's say I'm going to do a co-write. If I don't know the genre like the back of my hand, I'd be doing my creativity in the song a disservice. Not to mention, you know, a disservice to my co-writer. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to jump in the middle of this episode to let you know, guess what? Insider's Track membership is open for enrollment. If you're someone that's been trying to understand sync licensing, if you've been trying to build your own tracks, but the arrangements aren't working, if it's getting confusing, if you're wondering how much is too much, what should I be doing? This is why we created this membership. Every month, I'm going live twice, building out productions that are real things for real briefs, that I'm walking you through the process, that you can ask me real questions. You can go back and take a look at past lives that we did where we're going through and building out tracks so that you have points of reference that you can take a look and then start to replicate. And I encourage you to. 
Plus, twice a month, you're going to have Heather Evans, who is an amazing coach, sync artist for Office Hours, answering your questions on pitching, approaching music supervisors, libraries. Trust me, if you are someone that's been trying to figure this out on your own, stop. So head on over to songwritingforguitar.com slash insiders track so you can join and start making better productions and start pitching them the right way so your music can get into film and TV. So let's say the co-writer, you know, starts the write and goes, hey, have you heard this song by da-da-da? And they say, I want to write in that style today. Imagine if I hadn't heard that song and was totally unfamiliar with it. I could listen to the song for a second, but the write wouldn't go that well because I wouldn't have all the intricacies of that song down. I might even miss the style completely and honestly revert back to what I'm used to writing. And that's not going to be great for the relationship and we're probably not going to write again. So when I listen to new things, I keep my attention focused by asking questions. Simply what's happening? And then the questions can get deeper. I can ask myself a number of things like, you know, how's this structure similar or different? You know, how's this song engaging? How's it keeping my attention? What is it? What's the, you know, the melodic lyrical hook doing? How many ear candy hooks are there? You know, what sounds are happening? How's the drum creating a groove? You know, how are the instruments working for the song and not competing against each other? Uh, what voicing would I use in my guitar to start to recreate this? You, you get the idea. There's so many things we could be analyzing. And we have to go through the cycle a trillion times before it becomes easy, before it becomes second nature to break it down and learn a song like really quickly. So it's not just playlist building. There's an active component that requires us to listen to these songs a trillion times, but motivates and encourages multiple listens, not just one. So that when you're writing, you can still listen to the example. You know, if you don't have anything to reference, A, B, you know, A, B it to, guess what? That's where you're going to get stuck. And most people get stuck and have all these half songs. The song example is basically giving you all the information so that can spark your creativity. Now you can practice this and go find the gold. I know when I talk about this, it seems like I'm overly caffeinated, passionate about playlists. That's because if you're listening to this, you're here because you're seeking more information and there's so much within a playlist if you take your time and put it together. And if you listen to it over and over and over and over, guess what? You are going to find the gold. And here's what I want you to do right now. Get a playlist going of three to five songs. Listen to this playlist every day for a week. Pick one thing about the song that you love. What's the one thing in each song that you found that you like that you would actually use? If you start there, guess what? That would be amazing. So I want you right now, literally, I want you to dig in. I want you to start doing the work because guess what? When you start doing this, what's going to result? It's going to result in better songs because you are filling your creative well up with new ideas and not the same old. <laughs> And that does it for this week's episode. It was edited and produced by Chris Fafalius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening.